It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Stack going on in the world of football. Let's catch up with our great friend Alex Brosk, former Sydney FC captain and global game host, is on the line right now. Morning, Brosky. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. Have you ever been on a cruise, Alex? Uh, I haven't. No, I had one planned and then COVID happened. And, uh, uh, yeah. The cruise was the furthest thing from my mind after that. Oh, COVID, you definitely want to give a cruise a wide berth, don't you? It's a, no, I don't want to be anywhere near the uh, close shop. Yuck. No, thanks. What about this game at Combank Stadium yesterday? An absolute belter. Melbourne victory four, Wanderers three. We thought it could be a comeback for the ages. Clearly the game of the round. But, mate, Bruno Fornaroli, you know, he's like a fine wine at the moment. He has had a bit of a taste of Socceroos duty. Scored all four goals. Am I right in saying he's got 11 in seven games at the moment? He's got to be back on Graham Arnold's radar. More than that, I think he's got to be in the team. Um, you know, a player of, of his quality in the form that he's in is hard to ignore. I just sort of look at whether, um, you know, the timing in terms of, you know, whether Arnie's already spoken to these players or not and, and whether he's in the uh, actual numbers in, in contention, you know. But if if he is, then absolutely, I dare say that conversation has, has been had and um, Fornaroli is pushing his case every week at the moment, it seems. You're right, 11 goals in in seven games, and there's just no one doing what he's doing or even close at the moment. My kids love this animated film called Encanto, and there's a song in that movie called We Don't Talk About Bruno. Well, this is the antithesis <laughs> of, of that at the moment. Uh, Sydney FC, I spoke, I spoke to Luke Bratton on Friday. You know, it's interesting just talking about the, the weather that they had to contend with, you know, the, the hot conditions there. But 2-0 MacArthur FC, you've got to give credit to this side for backing in Mille, the coach. Didn't have a great season last season, but they, they knew that they were going in the right direction. Now, top of the table, undefeated. Look, and, and playing some good football, you know, I think they've got so much uh, quality. Having to fill up back in the form that he's in as well obviously helps. You know, you need your foreign players, the guys that make the the side tick and, and create chances, get goals for you. You need them at the top of their game. And, and De Villa is at the moment, he's, he's been fantastic. Obviously, in this particular match, the early red card to uh, Andrew Redmayne, that, that definitely changed the course of the match um, and, and what could have been potentially a, a, a thrilling match. But in the end, Sydney, while they fought hard, uh, I think MacArthur did definitely more than enough to, uh, to win that game. And, and they're flying. I mean, under Milo Sturjovski, um, who's a good guy and and, uh, and doing great things. He's had a full pre-season under him as well, which always helps. When you come into a yeah. side like he did last year, halfway through, that's always difficult. But he's had time to settle in with this squad now. And, you know, uh, they're, they're doing great things. Well, just on Redmayne's red card, I've been chatting to the great maestro during the news break about this. I've watched this 10, 20 times, Broski. Straight red seemed harsh. I saw your colleague Simon Hill's mm. tweet, uh, similar sentiment there. 
it, it, me, along with you know people that know far more about the game than I do, I think are still scratching their heads over the handball rule by and large in the game. Yeah, and so am I. And look, when that's why it's easy to argue both ways. I think there's a lot of decisions we've seen this season where, you know, in, in years gone by, that wouldn't have been a red card or, you know, it, it's just hard to understand how they're coming to the decisions. They're trying to make it black and white, but football isn't that way. You know, when you talk about as well body movements and, and what is and what isn't a natural movement and position of the arm, nobody runs with their arms tucked beside their sides, right? So it's impossible for your arm sometimes not to come away from your body, yeah. which would still be a natural movement. But in this case, look, I guess trying looking at the rules and what they are and where it hit his arm, the fact that the ball was going towards goal, which is denying an obvious goal-scoring opportunity, even though it wasn't intentional, then by the letter of, of what they're telling us of the laws, it, 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 it is hard to argue, but... It is a harsh one, very, very harsh when you consider that he's come out, he's not opened himself up to make himself bigger and how close the ball actually was when it, um, or the player was when he struck the, the, the ball with, with some power as well. So, harsh one. Yeah, I think so. And Sydney FC fans, they probably just need to buy their time a bit. Uh, you know, Brats is telling me that Ulfuk's you know, big on the fitness, I think. They'll peak, and I think they'll improve by the back end of the season. It's always hard when you change coaches mid-season. But, you know, a couple of games, they have showed promise, certainly in attack. They got, what, against Perth the other week, 32 shots away, didn't they? So I think there's still a work in progress. Hey, Broski, Christmas at the Aloisi household. I think one brother's uh, far happier than the other at the moment. Oh, incredible. Um, look, if I, for one, didn't think Western United would, would have been starting the way they have um, just incredible I mean most sides have shown glimpses even even the ones in the bottom of the table you know we see the Mariners pouring themselves back out now with some impressive wins and and all other teams um, you know Western United just haven't shown anything and it's hard to see why when you look at the attacking players that they have um, you know it's 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 a strange one for me. And look how Aloisi gets them out of this. Uh, look, he's done it before with, with sides and, and had successful teams before. So I'm sure he's got it in him to, uh, keep, to get them out of it. Hopefully just a poor start from them. But on the flip side, the Raw under Ross Aloisi, it's, um, it's been fantastic. I mean, he, he came in and he had this style that he wanted to play. And we look at Ange going into the Premier League as a new you know, manager there and what he wanted out of his side. And, and you know, a lot of people thought, well, he, he can't do it. You know, he probably doesn't have the squad to mix it with your Man Cities and Liverpools. And he absolutely has, you know, and his players have bought into it and they're, and they're doing it, you know. And um, the, the roar under Aloisi, same thing. He came in pre-season, said he wanted to play a certain attractive style of football, be direct, go forward whenever you can. The players have bought into it. And, you know, while many tipped his squad to not really featuring in the finals this year. I mean, they're, they're playing fantastic football. We saw in the Cup they were unfortunate to go, go to lose that Cup final. But since then, they've been, they've been great and deserving of where they are on the, uh, on the ladder, which is refreshing because it's been a couple of lean years for the Raw. Yeah, it has. Nice to see the Mariners start to, to hit their straps as well. But what about this result? Newcastle, 3-0 over a Wellington away. Stunner. Mm. It was, and, and completely blew me away. I, I was at the Sydney game getting ready for, for that game and watching, um, you know, up, up in our room there and just couldn't believe as the goals were, were flying in. The Wellington Phoenix, I know they're up there, and to be fair, it's, it's the one side that I thought their ladder position probably wasn't reflective of the way they've been playing. I feel like they've been getting results and grinding things out, which is 
which is okay while you're building to, to where you want to be under Italiano as well, a new coach and, and still a long way off their best. And while you're, while you're trying to get there, if you're getting results and still at the top of the ladder, that's only a good thing. But I did feel like a result like this was coming. Um, but just, again, with what the Jets have shown this year, I didn't expect yeah. it to be from them. So, look, I think a good little uh, kick for Wellington, I think, to... Uh, to step their things up and, and their season up as well. I think, like I said, they haven't been overly convincing while getting results. Um, this one will hopefully get them going. Yeah, and this young Clayton Taylor looks like a prospect too, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah, he does. Great, great player. And um, look, I think as well for the Jets, you know, Stamatolopoulos in the form that he's in. We talk about Fornaroli. He missed a couple of weeks and, um, and, and the Jets' attack wasn't the same. But with him coming back in, gets himself a double and, and puts himself in contention as well for the mm. Asian Cup. Yeah, six goals from six games. And the Premier League action this morning, uh, fantastic result for Spurs. Ange back to winning ways 4-1. I guess it's always a question, isn't it, Alex, when you have a defeat uh, 2-1 to West Ham after leading 1-0 and people start to question your methods and your playing style and the rest of it. We know how resolute Ange is in his philosophy of Ange ball and, and they bounce back in the only way he knows how. Yeah, they did. It's been a tough, uh, tough couple of weeks for him, and um, again, he hasn't wavered from what he wants out of this squad. It's a, it's a journey. I think people were expecting, um, you know, because of the start they had, that it's just going to continue. I mean, thirty-eight games is a very, very long, uh, long season. You're going to have your, yeah. your hiccups and, and speed bumps along the way, which um, hopefully it's one of the only ones that he has. But Again, if you have a style and a way of wanting to play and from what the players are saying, he is incredible with his words and the way he delivers his messages to the players um, and they love him. So you knew that the bounce back was going to happen sooner rather than later. But that that was a difficult run. You know, they had Chelsea, Villa, uh, Man City and City, West Ham yeah. in that sort of run. They've got, you know, a good couple of runs now of Nottingham Forest and, and, and Everton in the next couple of games where he can pick up points, start to pick momentum momentum up again and, and, and put those worries uh, behind him. Mm. What about Villa? Are they on a run at the moment? If you don't mind, he'd be loving that Unai Emery against his old club. Of course. it's um, look, They're on fire at the moment and playing great football. I think one eight from eight uh, at home. It's, it's an incredible, incredible record. And yes, of course, up against his whole club in Arsenal to get one over them. Fresh off beating City as well um, at the same ground. They're, look, there's always a, a side every year that sort of surprises and, and comes through and plays some great football. Villa, we've been seeing it for a little while, not just this season, but it is refreshing. It is great to see a, a side like Villa uh, right up there. And just very quickly before we let you go, Broski, I had a text message from John in the last hour. He's upset. He was at the game yesterday at Combank Stadium, Wanderers and the victory. Obviously, Wanderers came back 4-1 down, 4-3 stoppage time to play. They're excited. They were in the last row of the Northern stand. No one near them, not blocking anyone's view. They're celebrating, they're cheering. Security tells them to sit down. Now, I know you get a lot of feedback on the global game. We'll catch you with Simon tomorrow night. Is this a consistent thing in the A-League this season? Are you getting this kind of complaint? I haven't heard. Look, this is the first I've heard of it, but I think over the years we've seen it. I think security and, and, and in particular when we've seen it with Derby's police, they can get a little bit, you know, um, excited in, in the way that they handle people. And I think you don't want to see that. I think the club possibly needs to step in there to make sure that that doesn't happen again. And they, and they you know, almost issue an ultimatum to their security staff to 
understand that this is a, a game that we want the fans to express themselves. And as long, I mean, the guy's sitting in the back row and cheering and standing Correct. up, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that, you know. So yeah. it's it's look, it's embarrassing, I think. And um, as long as the club gets involved there and and, and does something about that, then, uh, then it'll be fine. But I haven't heard outside of that too much this year, thankfully. Yeah, so hopefully some of the Wanderers, I don't know the security detail, but that just sounds like it's it's heavy-handed stuff if there's no one in front of you. Thank you, mate. We'll catch you on the Global Game tomorrow night. No worries. Thanks, mate. And here is Alex Brosco. He did have a cruise planned, but he cancelled due to COVID. I'd have dodged a bullet there, Brosky. 0457 736 736. Reptile says, I'd rather run into Jeffrey Dahmer and Ted Bundy in a dark alley than run into Pedro the Rooster on a cruise. <laughs> We're all family here, aren't we? Uh, Greg at Lilypilly. I just got back from seven days on a rock the boat music cruise to Numea. Great time. Leaving next Thursday from Sydney for a Christmas cruise to New Zealand with my family and partners on the Edge boat. Like the guitarist from you too. 21st of December, the 3rd of January. Cruises are fun. All you do is unpack your bag, relax and enjoy them. 59. Good on you, Greg. Good on you. West, West Sydney Eagle. That song from Encanto is the most annoying song in the world. Uh, hello. Western Sydney Eagle. Christmas time. Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas. I think that's good. We don't talk about Bruno covered. 0457 736 736. They're doing a cross on Fox Sports to Robbie Slater. Where is Robbie Maestro? Where is he at the beach there? You can identify that beach in the background. He's a Northern Beaches man. Liverpool Football Club shirt. Muscle shirt, Robbie. What's he wearing there? Discussing Ange. Tottenham break five-game winless run. That's interesting. I think it might be freshwater. Freshy. Jules, but, uh, yeah, that... That's remarkable. What was your t- <laughs> I'm go, speechless. Dare, go ring Robbie's phone right now. Is this live? Yeah, it is. is it live? Ring Robbie's phone and see if he answers. That'd be quite funny. <laughs> see if he screens us. He's ghosting us. Uh, breaking back with more SEN Morning.